I don't know about you, but I just got back from washing my hands. Let's... I used um, uh, hand sanitizer, actually. Yeah? Well, I mean, like, I also just got back from using the washroom. Like, mm. I... It wasn't... It wasn't like a, oh, no, I'm going to report a podcast now. I should have clean hands. <laughs> it, it was it was a scenario where I would normally otherwise be washing my Washing hands, hands good. Well, I mean, yeah. so two things. Not everyone washes their hands after the bathroom, which is alarming. So I'm glad that you are right. in the rational population that does so. Like, does that ever especially, bother you? Like, if you're out at a restaurant... And oh, yeah. you're washing your hands and someone comes in after you and they leave before you and you're like, oh, I better hurry up and, you know, finish what I'm doing. So there's room at the sink for Joe Blow and they don't wash their hands and you're like, excuse me. Like, what? Oh, yeah. Well, and I, and I was just going to say, like, uh, you know, in in the category of people who aren't washing their hands after they use the washroom uh, could be the people bringing you your food. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah. Man. Gross. Yeah. But so you use the hand sanitizer, eh? Uh, you know, I actually just made a joke out of that. Although I do use it, I most recently washed my hands. Okay. Yeah. Because it's it's super important to do both. Oh, like hand, for sure. Hand, hand sanitizer is like a, oh shit, I'm at the grocery store. Yeah. And yep. don't have access to a sink. For sure. Kind of setup. Yeah. Or yeah, you get it, back in your car and you're like, okay, I've just handled groceries. I'm going to quickly wipe my hands with hand sanitizer to yeah mitigate the damage. Yeah, because yeah, using hand sanitizer does get rid of all the bad stuff, but it also gets rid of some of the good stuff. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's not it's not the you know yeah 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 it's not it's not the prime option. Right. Is my understanding. Yeah. Well, I think what the prime option is, is what we're alluding to is this new world order where Brady and I, I want to clarify, we're not in the same room. We are social distancing. So we really encourage you to do the same. We encourage you to wash your hands, wash your face. Don't touch your dirty hands with your dirty face or vice versa. And just stay at home. If you absolutely have to leave the house, do so. But please, please, please stay at home. Pretty much. Pretty much all of my adult life, uh, my motto has been, don't touch things with your dirty face. So I, I think that that, <laughs> like, and I think it carries over for sure in I mean, this situation. When our teachers told us that, I kind of rolled my eyes and I'm like, I'll do what I want with my face. But now it's kind of coming together. It makes sense. Yeah. Back off, woman. My face. Yeah. But you're not. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of things that aren't the prime option, uh, mm. we watched Birds of Prey. Mm. Um, how's that for a segue? Is that like to indicate that you don't like it? Uh, that's that's neither here nor there. Okay, we will we will get there. We will un we will unpack that like a <laughs> like a Christmas gift on Christmas morning. Like one of those Christmas gifts that you get Christmas morning when you're eight, so you haven't really come to appreciate new clothes yet, but you can tell mm. just by the the weight and feel of the box that right. it's f- like a friggin' sweater or something. Sure. Or even Man, worse, that, socks. Well, that pissed me off so much. Now, mm. now I'm like, oh, sweet, like a new... A, a pack of socks? Yeah, man, fresh socks. True. That's wicked. Yep. Uh, even now, even now I'm not crazy about getting... Uh, I'm I'm not crazy about getting clothes for Christmas only because 
I feel like you can't effectively get someone clothing that A, they've been able to try on and you know fits. Oh, for sure. B, is 100% the shirt or hoodie or pants or whatever that they would have picked out for themselves. Yes. Yep. Right? So often you find yourself wearing clothing that's like, oh, hmm. Thanks. And it's it's more like you're wearing it out of appreciation right. as opposed to like yeah. this is how you want to dress. Exactly. Um so so if you're like, oh, you know, Jack doesn't have nice clothes, <laughs> I'm thinking clothes is the option for Christmas. <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself yeah. and get him a gift card instead. Yes. Or yes. you know, and, and, and just you know, ask them. Ask them six months in advance. Hey, Jack, where is it? Where do you buy a lot of your clothes? And then, and then save that. Sure. Right. If Jack's got a nose ring and Jack's got like <laughs> tattoos and Jack's got, don't be showing up with an old navy gift card because Jack's gonna be like, the hell is this? Like, I okay. <sighs> Anyways. Yes. <laughs> that's uh. What are we talking about? We are talking about a bonus episode. Called birds middle of, of the week. Bir- birds of prey, the emancipation of one Harley Quinn, I believe. Yeah, if you're sitting there right now asking yourself, man, we just got like, there's been so many episodes. It's April, man. It's April, and we've had like 30 episodes already. What is happening? <laughs> uh, in light of the zombies, yes. we are um, we're upping our output a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, partially because I think it's for two reasons. Honestly, there's there's sure. a there's a selfish reason, sure, uh, and then there's a non-selfish reason. And I think the non-selfish reason is um, a, a lot of you are sitting at home and you don't have anything better to do mm. than to um, go on Facebook and post advice regarding viruses that is mm. unsubstantiated and not good right. advice. Yes. And so to distract you from doing stuff like that, uh, we thought chucking out a little bit extra content maybe yeah. gives you something to do. Sure. The, the selfish reason, uh, and I don't think I've, to- I don't think I've told you this. Mm. Um, but I think, I think right now, in times like this, the podcast feels like normalcy. Mm. It feels like some routine. It feels like something that we do that we did before, before. the chaos, and it's something that we can still do during the chaos. And um, and, and amid, and I'm I'm just going to extrapolate and just try and ex- think about what what I think you're thinking or how you feel, and I might feel the same way. It's one, as creators of this show, it's the one thing that we can control amidst the others that we can't. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. It, it. Yeah. So, so I think, uh, I think in a lot of ways, more content is, at least for me, somewhat therapeutic. For right sure. Now. Oh, yeah. So. And, uh, and, and it just at the very base of podcasts, like in the very spirit of them, it's a way to connect and in what better time for us all to connect and kind of get through this together and talking about film and distracting ourselves from the chaos that is every day. And I just think that's that's exactly what we're trying to do. Right. You know, come together. Yeah, like the Beatles exactly. Said. Uh, so 
Um, you had not seen a lot of the DCEU. There's, there's, there's several DC films that have not made it onto your dinner plate. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to do a mental checklist. I know I've seen a lot compared to where I was, say, nine months ago. I would still okay. say there's a few I haven't seen, but... All right. Uh, and one of those was Suicide Squad. Yes. Um, the somewhat somewhat controversial Suicide Squad. A lot of people, yeah. a lot of hate for Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, but then also a lot of people um, maybe are quick to point out some redeeming factors. Sure. Um, you know, so the the spiritual sequel, or, or, or not so sequely sequel, mm. um, to Suicide Squad yep. is the Birds of Prey, yes. or Birds of Prey, yep. and the fantabulous mm. emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Right. Uh, stupid title. Very, um, very long and clumsy, just... For, yeah. to recite and this is a title that okay so interestingly mm-hmm. that's not even any longer the title of this film oh really really uh the film is now called harley quinn birds of prey Har- uh, harley quinn colon birds of prey okay. which like genuinely is actually now the name the um like after opening weekend or something when the numbers for this film were so shit low, <laughs> um, Warner Brothers panicked mm. and went, oh, maybe it's not like, you know, maybe we, we, we need to put the recognition of that Harley Quinn name mm. first and, and, you know, right, right in the foreground. Use, uh, use what and, you have. And that is the brand in this movie that would sell. Right. Uh, and in my opinion, that just made it, like, that just came across as laughable. It oh, didn't, really? It didn't, well, because it's like, it just feels like this scramble, like you're trying right. to renege on yeah. on what you're, yeah, you know. that's true. So, and and clearly was an ineffective strategy. It didn't. It didn't pull this, uh, this film out of financial... Right. Uh, the financial rapture, sure. if you will. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but you watched Suicide Squad in preparation for this, which is what I, like yes. I kind of told you, I said, yep. okay, if we're going to do this, yep. um, you don't, and, and, and I'm, I would, I would go as far as saying, like, if you have any kind of basic understanding of who Harley Quinn is, um, like just in general, mm-hmm. that she's, she's Joker's girlfriend. It's yes. kind of really all you need to know. Yeah. Um, then, then I would argue that watching Suicide Squad wasn't even necessary. Um, Potentially. But I told you to do it anyways because, A, I feel like it gave you a little bit more perspective mm-hmm. when watching this film. Yes. Uh, and also because it's about time that you return your copy of Suicide Squad <laughs> to the person you borrowed it from yeah. like three years ago. It was, and so, it's literally been on my shelf for so long. Yeah. Uh, so I figured I figured it was uh, a good way to you know to get the deed done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you you know co- coming out of Suicide Squad? Sure. And going into Birds of Prey. Yep. What was your what was your experience going into it, and what was your experience coming out of it? Um. So I'm I'm trying to decide how much I want to go into Suicide Squad because we are going to talk about it on the bonus show. Um, you know, uh, ultimately 
Uh, I don't think it was my favorite film, but I actually didn't like. I I'm glad I viewed it. Um, Suicide not just, Squad. Suicide Squad. Not just in okay. an anticipation leading up to this quote unquote sequel, but I, I just enjoyed parts of the film. I probably gave it somewhere near like a five or five point five out of ten. So. Sure. I think it's somewhere in the middle. There's a lot of people that just absolutely hate on it, whether it's just from the movie itself or the portrayal of the Joker or just they'll find this, that, or the other. I don't think it's as bad as people say. I don't think it's as good as some people are saying, oh, it's a misinterpretation. It's it's an amazing film. I I think it lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah. People say it's a total train wreck. I would say it's a fun movie. Sure. It's got its issues. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, the the film for as much hate as, and I may have even graded it differently, but there was some real character depth and some stuff that drew me in near the end of Suicide Squad, and I think that's what kind of ch- changed the verdict for me. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. This like I this is just for me. I'm really appreciating the depth that I'm feeling before the story winds up, and um, ultimately, yeah, I I think I was really excited to start watching this Harley Quinn sequel. Just from, I'm not, I wasn't, I, I didn't think Suicide Squad was the movie of the year, the year it came out. I wasn't expecting the same with Birds of Prey. I was excited to the degree of this will be kind of a fun hour and a half of a film, and then it is what it is. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then going into Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. um, you and I share our, this is interesting, there's, I would say I would say it's maybe fairly even, but I would also say that it tips the scale tips slightly more in the direction of there being um more differences that we have in our taste of Hollywood sure. um than our similarities. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's but, fair but, to say. But maybe just. Like it might be like a forty five fifty five split. Yeah, something like that. Um, but on the side of similarities, mm-hmm. we both share, uh, an infatuation with Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and so, which at least for me was a big draw. Oh yeah. For this. For it was sure. was a big part of the, um, you know, pulled me in mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. that and I'm a Batman fanatic and although Batman doesn't appear in this it is sort of directly uh intertwined with Batman's mythos mm. oh for sure yes so yep. th- those were the two things that that made me go you know and I'm a completist um <laughs> so I was I was gonna watch it anyways regardless right um but uh yeah had uh Went into it very optimistically. Mm-hmm. So, before we kind of, there's a lot to unpack with this film, or I'm really just curious what you thought. I do have a couple trivia questions. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. So I can't the wait, man. the one because because I'm I'm kind of viewing these really tied at the hip. Suicide Squad and uh, this Harley. I don't even know what to call it now. Birds of Prey. Yeah, Quinn, I Birds think it's prey, whatever. I who knows? We'll who just knows? call it Birds of Prey. Is that is that what we're going with? I guess I guess. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know what to call this episode. <laughs> I don't I don't really want like I think a title that's got in the fantabulous no, yeah. like that's long. That is super long. 
No. Uh, okay. So okay, my point is, I've got one question, and it's more Suicide Squad based, and then the second okay. one is um, Birds of Prey. All right. So, um, I I know I just rewatched Suicide Squad. I hope you've rewatched Suicide Squad recently enough to kind of have a shot at this question. Um, not within the last year. Okay. Um, but I've seen it. I saw it in the theater twice. Okay. Okay. And I've seen it at least twice since. The, I think I've seen it four times. Oh wow. Uh, and I tend to have a fairly photographic memory when it comes to sure to movies. So well, hopefully we'll give it a shot. So I want you to think about this and come up with an answer. So in Suicide okay. Squad, I want yep. you to come up with at least three. If you can think of more, then be my guest. But think of three characters or actors. I'll, I'll take either as the answer. Three characters from Suicide Squad or three actors from Suicide Squad that were all in very popular television shows. So give me the name of the actor or character and the show that they were in. Ooh, interesting. Okay, And, there, and there's um, varying levels. There'll be some that I think will be obvious, some that are a little more obvious, and then some that I think are very under the radar. Yeah, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad was... Oh, okay, so wait, it's both... Both movies? Just, or just, just Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Just Suicide Squad. Su- okay, Suicide Squad... Um, I mean, okay, so Will Smith is the obvious one. Right, which, and he was in which show? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So yeah, that's that's kind of the low-hanging fruits. That's one. The the issue I'm having, though, is that aside from that, like at the time... Right. Uh, Suicide Squad was a fairly unknown cast to me. Hmm. Um... Yeah, like the only other the only other performer in it who I really knew was well, there's Jai Courtney, but I can't like I don't know him for much. I don't know if there's a show that he was on. Right. Um, Jared Leto, but he's I don't think he's on a show. Yeah. He's you know it's it's movies and Thirty Seconds to Mars is his gig. <laughs> right. Um, and then um. I can even give Margot you a hint. Robbie. One one is on the Suicide Squad team, and one is not. Uh, and and the, the, one of them is really tricky, so I'm not even going to be upset if you don't. Yeah, get it. I don't know, man. Okay. I I gotta. I think I need to forfeit this question. No it's a very very random thing, so there's no shame in this. So a second one is David Harbor from Stranger Things. Wait a sec. He's in this? He's in Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad? Yeah. Who does he, he play in Suicide Squad? Okay, so I, I'm going to get this wrong, but he was either like an FBI agent or like a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent or something. He was with the woman who was like rounding up the Suicide Squad. He works for Amanda Waller. Yes. Okay, I don't, I, hmm. And I had history on my side because by the time I watched this show, Stranger Things had You'd been out for a while. Su- yeah, okay, okay. So I lo- I'm looking, I think Suicide Squad came out in 2016. Yeah. Which is around the same time as Stranger Things. So you you may not have even seen Stranger Things at the time, or if you had, like, they may not have aligned. So I had history. Uh, yeah, I like I likely hadn't. I think I yeah. was 
later yeah. than most on the uh, the Stranger Things train. Mm-hmm. This one is really out there. So I, you might roll your eyes a little bit. But the actor who played Killer Croc yeah. is, I will not pronounce his name properly at I, all. Adaway something? I yes. can picture the name. Adaway yeah. Akwene. I, I, I am just going to stop because it's a beautiful name and I just can't give it justice. The point is that actor who played Killer Croc played Mr. Echo in Lost. Oh. Yeah. Another, again, a show. I. It's not a great show. Hey. So. That, I, I will debate that, but that's that's another day. Okay. The second question is Birds of Prey was rated R, obviously. Had a lot of uh, adult content in it. True or false? This is the first DCEU film that's been rated R. Uh, True. Correct. Yeah. A little bit of, and as you're probably aware with, a bit of a, not a trick question, but just a semantics question. So it's the first DCEU film rated R, but the second DC film, because Joker was, of course, rated R by a long shot. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's it. Uh, And on that note, I felt like, uh, yes, it had an R rating and yes, it was some adult content in it, but I Mm -hmm. felt like they could have leaned into that a lot. Like, I feel like they achieved an R rating and then didn't bother taking advantage of it. (laughs) Right? Hmm. Like, I feel like, I feel like just because of the, the colorfulness of the movie and the energy of it and stuff, like, I feel like they had an opportunity to try to pull off some, some real Deadpool level, um, just i don't know adultness um yeah and yeah while i certainly wouldn't rate this film lower than an r Mm -hmm. it doesn't it's it's not a resounding r in my opinion sure i guess yeah i guess i would i'm curious what you mean by like more of a deadpool feel like more of a comedic feel or more of like a strictly like this is a such an adult comic book film just such an adult like just like you know, crass in its humor. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah. Yeah. I, like a, a mix of the two. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can appreciate what you're saying. I feel like that accomplished it for me. Like, I think leaning into it a bit more may have just been leaning into it just for the sake of it, which I, I don't know if there's a point to, but there were, there were some elements where I even was cringing a bit. Like, to me, cutting off people's faces is just, that's, that's some serious biz. Yeah, well, you're you're pretty small town, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, so generally, what did you think? Um. I have several thoughts. Sure. Thought number one is, it's fun. Yeah. Um. If you if you ignore any sense of if you go into it and you go okay I I'm not interested in character development I'm not interested in growth I'm not interested in um a coherent story I just want some bright colors and some fun action mm-hmm. um then 
this this then is your you'll film. be pleased. Yeah, you'll be pleased. Yep, because um, there is there's some great moments in it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and some wonderfully choreographed fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I so that's so there's that thought. The next thought is in Suicide Squad. They did a really good job of taking Harley Quinn and giving that character some layers. Right. Um and yeah. and really kind of giving her some internal confliction. Sure. Um yeah. like when she when she uh when Huntress is talking, um, they're or Enchantress. They're they're there mm. and they're yep. they're about to fight. And she has this like normal um daydream thing where Jared Leto like where mm-hmm. where yes. deep down part of her does just want to you know, be walk married. away from all this and yeah. be normal and have a have a life and raise a kid. You know, yeah. and so th- there was a bunch of stuff there. And so Part of what appealed to me mm-hmm. about a Harley Quinn film was unpacking that further. Sure. Um, was her leaving Joker yeah. and having growth and really kind of... Be- and and that, to me, never happened. No. Like it, we just... We, we didn't care about developing her character. Yeah. Um, and so she was, she was just a plot piece yes um it it often felt like so there's Mm. that the final thing i would say is although i think the um the name change was a weak (laughs) move Mm -hmm. um i do think the name that they changed it to is the name that it should have been from the first place because this is not a birds of prey movie no oh no yeah this is this is a Harley Quinn movie. Right. And then in the last 20 minutes, <laughs> right. oh shit, the birds of prey. Exactly. Like yeah. like it's it's they don't have very much screen time. No. Um this no. is first and foremost a Harley Quinn film. Yep. And as a Harley yep. Quinn film, it lacks character development, but it's fun. Sure. Um but as a birds of prey movie, it's it's I don't know, it's cow dung. Like I don't mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. you know. What about you? Um, you know, I, I'm kind of in the same boat in some ways. So what? when I watched Suicide Squad, when I was most way through the movie, I was ready to just label this as, hey, this is just a fun action film. It is what it is. Don't expect too much out of it. That would be unfair to judge it in, in, those, in that regard. But then we, we got to that point in Suicide Squad where they're sitting at the bar and they're all reflecting on personal yeah. things. And they have this heart to heart. Like yes. this, it, it gets, well, not maybe not a heart to heart, but well, it gets it gets real. It oh, gets so real. And it just adds so many dimensions to every single one who talks in that scene. Yeah. And, and you referenced this too. Then there's a scene later where... Uh, just for various reasons, everyone's seeing their dreams and aspirations, and right. just you Diablo's these... got his daughter back. Yes, and like yeah. oh, you see all these windows into like okay, this is a bit more about who that person is. So I think that's what elevated. I still don't think Suicide Squad is an amazing film, but that's what elevated to elevated it above just hey, this was just an okay film with an some action. It was pretty decent, and so right. I think I was. I, I'm not expecting a character piece or anything mind blowing in Birds of Prey. But that's where I really think it kind of let me down is, yes, there were some fun sequences. There were some fun musical, choreographed, colorful sequences. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think you're right. I think they kind of struck out a little bit where there was some opportunity to, this is this is no longer someone who 
identifies herself based on her relationship. She can branch out. She can be herself if she wants to, like, just whatever, wherever we want to go with that and develop her. They they didn't really do that. And I just found it was a very one-dimensional characters and story. And, you know, I, I just wasn't really that engaged. No. Um, and, and, I, I, and I was the same. Yeah, and, and I'm not trying to compare it to other, like, movies that are unfair to compare it to. I'm just comparing it to Suicide Squad. And sure. it just never ha- it never had the depth that Suicide Squad ended up having. And and just as a result, I feel it was just a little too slapstick, a little too comedic, and it was just kind of hollow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think this film failed at the box office? Right. Why do you think nobody cared? Why do you think nobody went to see it? It's a good question. Thank you. I've been working on it all day. <laughs> I don't I wanted to I wanted to word it just right. Right. I I don't really know and I'm not sure if I'm going to have an answer. I'm just going to talk out loud because it seems that DCEU is maybe wanting to kind of find its niche in having these adult comic book films. So we've seen it with Joker which was the polar opposite. And I can't find a tangible reason of why Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was just such a bombshell, but this was such a dud. But regardless, they were both these very niche comic book films that are not for your children. Like, it's not no two ways about it. It's for the adults. And I guess maybe that's something DCEU is going for. And uh, I don't know. This is just a speculation. I'm not the biggest DC fan. Sorry, I, I that makes it sound like I think it's I don't like it at all. I'm just not familiar with DC. Okay, I know exactly who the Joker is. Sure. I be before I watched Suicide Squad. I'm not sure if I was on the street like on an episode of Cash Cab. I'm not sure if I could have told you who like really who Harley Quinn was. Right, and so like which is fair because she is. Uh, like the first time we see Batman, right, is in the thirties. Nineteen thirties, he shows up in the comics. Okay, okay. Joker shows up, like the next year in the mm, comics. Okay, the same the same year that Robin shows up. Sure. Harley Quinn <laughs> first shows up in the nineties in the oh, Batman wow. animated TV series. Oh, so that's a long her, gap. Yeah, her birth isn't even in the comics. It's, oh, wow. It's in an animated show. Sure. Um, and, I mean, she's she's blown up since then. Yeah, oh, for um, sure. But he, here's what I think here's what I think has caused the issue. Sure. Um, you have a film mm-hmm. like Harley Quinn. Yep. Um, who is a character who, not exclusively by any means, okay. um, but overwhelmingly mm-hmm. appeals to teenage girls. Sure. Right. Yep. Is that that yep. sound that seems fair based on sure. who she is and yep. stuff like that? Right. Yep. So you 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 have a you have a character that uh, that is. You know, most of the appeal is towards teenage girls sure. and ge- geeky guys like me. <laughs> uh, and then you say, but if you're not 18, you can't come see it. 
Mm. Right. Right. So, yeah. so, like, I mean, it's the same thing as as saying, "Oh, they're making a My Little Ponies movie." <laughs> PG thirteen. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Right. No. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's what it was. I think R was the wrong rating mm. for this film. True. Yeah. Maybe maybe go more of a more known character. If it had been PG thirteen, if they'd left a couple of the f bombs and a yep. couple of whatever else yep. out, couple uh, couple less throat stabbings. Yeah. Then I then I think it would have done much much better because we're I think we're we're entering this. After seeing Deadpool mm-hmm. and after seeing Logan and mm-hmm. after seeing Joker, we're yeah. now entering this mindset, this what I think is a completely false mindset mm. where we believe that R is better. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's and that's not true. No. And it's the same thing as we go uh, longer is better. No. If a movie's really good, right. then longer would make it better. Well, right. no. And so that's right. That's... Each movie has its own pace and mm. its own right and so like for example let me put this into perspective sure uh lord of the rings ooh extended edition lord of the rings ooh which in my opinion is the way to view it it's the and only. i think you would agree i would uh yes and no <laughs> i think it's the only way to view it if you have viewed it I think yeah, showing it to someone for the first time yep. as the that's that's an endurance thing. Oh that's, yeah, that's long. Yes. Um, but okay, so extended edition of Lord of the Rings. If you were to sit and marathon it, it's mm. twelve hours. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot cut out of the films. There's a lot yep. from the books that didn't make it into the films. Sure. If you were to take everything from the books and stick it into the films, like Tom Bombadil and all this stuff, mm. uh, we're talking and 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 um, them all returning to the Shire at the end, right. and Saruman is like turned to the Shire into right. this desolate, right? The scouring uh, I, of the Shire. Yeah, you've yeah. read the books. Yeah. Um, it would. It's fair to say that it would add probably at least another eight hours. Right. to the series right. to put yeah. to put everything in. Sure. Which wouldn't make it better. Mm-hmm. It would make it longer. And because you and I are stupid, we would watch <laughs> it. Sure. Um but it but it longer doesn't make good better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and you're saying also similar just because rated R doesn't make it better. R doesn't make something better. And I think that's kind of why I kind of hiccuped at the beginning. Not hiccuped, but I had you clarify at the beginning too, because Deadpool definitely leaned into it and they embraced the rated R in a way that really was perfect for what that film was. But I'm not sure. And I I think I'm in agreement with you. I'm not sure Birds of Prey was the film for a rated R. So I'm not sure if it leaning more into its rated R-ness would have fixed the problem. But no, I I don't think it would have fixed the problem. I think, uh, like I think as someone who was going to watch it either way, right? I would have preferred like if if you've already shot yourself in the foot and you've gotten an R, mm-hmm. then lean into the R. Yes. Yep. Uh, but if you're wanting an option that's going to give you a better box office return, mm-hmm. have a film that will permit your your 
biggest you know, the lion the lion's share of your audience to yeah. be admitted. I think I think we're on the same page because yeah, I think Harley Quinn compared to Joker, Harley Quinn is just too niche of a market to limit your audience. I think that's yeah. what it comes down to because Joker, for various reasons you just said, it's so much of a larger following and that showed right. in the fall when it just blew up. And I mean, I like Harley Quinn as a character. Sure. I think Margot Robbie knocks it out of the park. Sure. She does an amazing job. Yep. Um and I'm looking forward to seeing her in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. I just don't, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the marketing, the the marketing of this film mm. and and how it was all done sure. is ultimately what, what sealed their coffin. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The director of the film right. has made a statement a couple of days ago saying that she has begun... Um, developing the sequel to this um hmm. which will feature around the relationship between Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy oh um but i but, but like don't mark your calendars because they're not going to green light this film really there's no way this film lost yeah. them truckloads of money now walk me through exact exact timing was this film how much of it was influenced by the covid pandemic because i know other yeah. movies like onward that were like immediately influenced was this cut short at the box office at all no okay. no this had its full run this oh, i don't think okay. covid19 affected this at all okay so this yeah okay no, then this was just a stinker okay <laughs> right yeah i mean i'm not trying to beat a dead horse but i think it comes down to why why did i watch this film or why would i watch it again and in Suicide Squad, it was it, it was very heavy on Harley Quinn, but I was just I just gobbled everything up when it was flashbacks to how Harley became Harley, snippets of it and snippets of interacting in her past with the Joker, and yeah, just this film was just just very one dimensional. Yeah, and I mean they do reference like she talks about several times in Birds of Prey. She mentions that she does have a PhD in psychology. And sure. that she, you know, yeah. she was a psychiatrist who who worked at Arkham Asylum and fell in love with her patient and, you know, yeah. all of this stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? Honestly, I'm a little still fluctuating, but it's somewhere in the range of 4.4. So oh, okay. on my scale, and this is why I'm not sure if this is my final grade, it still falls within the category that's the second lowest. Like, I would pay money to rent it. But... I wouldn't be surprised if it ever dropped a bit below the mark that would put it in the lowest category of I would only watch it if I was at the cottage and there was no Wi-Fi and it was raining outside. I would definitely watch this if it were at the cottage. <laughs> sure. And you're like bored out of your mind. Sure. Or if there, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, or, you know, current circumstances. Current circumstances. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. What would you give it? Uh, I gave it a 6.1. Yep. I I think mine scored a little bit higher, um, again, because, uh, like, I know the comics, mm-hmm. and I know the, the, the background of these characters, and sure. so when Huntress or Black Canary come on screen, I'm like, holy crap. Like, right. you know, to me, there's an extra bit of excitement there. Sure. Um, 
and so that helps. Whereas for you going into it, you're like, mm. well, okay, you're you know, yep. you you're just being shown all of this for the first time, right? Um, and so, but I, but yeah, just to just to six. What did I say? Six point five. Yeah, mm. six six point five. Um, because it, I don't think it's a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, no. but it didn't wow me. No, and it's it's down there. I would still watch it over Justice League. I think. Mm, okay, um, I still need to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but it, yeah, but it it's it's not great. Sure. I want to can I I want to bounce something off you and just get your input on it. And it's it's one main issue and it's related to what we've talked about, but I I want to walk through the sequences at the end of the film with you. Okay. So so at the very end when Harley was done, you know, she's captures Cass to save her own skin and attempts to trade this child to save her skin. Like she does all these things where she looks out for herself and not others. And it happens over and over again. And just when you thought, okay, finally, maybe the last time, not that Harley is going to change completely, but maybe she's learned a little bit and she's going to grow in her experiences and have some moral redemption, learn something, grow a little bit. We'll see. And there's that end car sequence where she finally catches up to the car and she sees that you um, and McGregor and Cass are in there and she's about to grab Cass, then looks and sees that the car is going to crash. And... Harley has made it all this way and in the chaos of okay we're about to crash instead of grabbing Cass and pulling out and doing a barrel roll she literally just grabs no one and just lets go saves herself and bails out and I know like on paper it would be a little bit more corny to have a bit of a resolution where she thought of someone else and saved Cass in this instance but I, I would have honestly been giving it a little bit more points as far as just character development or character growth if the, some type of resolution like that had occurred. Because I, I was actually quite disappointed because I thought, okay, this is kind of corny, but it is leading up to her having some redemption of saving her in this instance. And then when she literally just didn't and she bailed, I was like, oh, so literally she did the same thing over again, just ditched and thought about herself. Yeah. Uh, is there a question? No. Well, I'm wondering, so I'm wondering if I'm reading too much into it and like, that's not that there was any character development or if you thought it would have been corny if they had done what I thought they should do. Uh, I think, I think the whole point of that was to get across that she, uh, I don't know. I think the problem is, is if you, if you give her too much character um, growth in mm. that perspective, then you're then you're you're muddying the Harley Quinn characteristics moving forward, right? Sure. Whereas yeah. where you leave it with this, then the next time you want to use her in a film, well, she's still Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's and, still and a you know, self-interested. Yeah, you know. And as I say this, like Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn, so she's not Mother Teresa. I get that you can't rewrite her, but. It was just something that came to my mind. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, because this is a middle-of-the-week episode, mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to be talking about what we watched. No. Um, because we're still in the middle of watching it. Yes. Um, but this Sunday, we yes. will talk about it. We'll be like, hey, what did you watch? Mm. And, and 
we'll tell the other person and then vice versa. Yes. And then we'll recommend something. Yeah. And, you know, you know how it works. You know how Unless it works. Unless you don't. Unless this is your first time listening to an episode, in which case, holy shit, and welcome aboard. <laughs> and if this is your first time, come aboard. Like, follow, subscribe across all our platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The links are below. Check them out. Officially like and follow us. Um, on our main platforms like Facebook or uh, Twitter, leave us a good review. Let us know that you like our show or you don't like our show or that you listen to our show or that you don't listen to our show. Whatever you want to do. Um, and if you feel so compelled, you can check out our Patreon page below. It helps support our show in keeping the lights on and helping uh, make the show better. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go find a bunch of random <laughs> podcasts. And instead of like listening to it, I'm just going to comment and be like, I don't listen to your show. <laughs> and then just do it like for like 50 different podcasts. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. It, I like, I don't know how, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would make of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Later. Bye. Bye.